What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the High Wrestling Podcast. And a sad, sad day is actually upon us. I have the world's most sensitive stomach known to man. I fucking hate this. I only say that because I just recently had norovirus, and you literally... You are not down bad until you're throwing up water. Okay, you may think you're down bad, but when you are literally doubled over, throwing up water. Talk to me. Yeah, that was my week. That was my entire week this past week. Because Monday, I had planned to come home, watch Survivor Series 1998, but you know, my body said otherwise. My body was like, come home, turn off all the lights because a nightlight is too bright. Turn off every fucking light in your house. Turn the heater on full blast, but have sweats on while you're under your blanket so you can just sweat. Doesn't matter how fucking hot it is. Your house could be hotter than hell. It will be the only thing that makes you feel better. So yeah, um, panic called my mother in the middle of the night and trip to urgent care later, a couple medications later, and here we are. Which, by the way, I actually need to take them. I have not taken them today. Yeah. Um, it was a week. It has been a week for me, personally. I guess that was like if I guess that was my Mercury retrograde lesson because I know everybody goes through it during Mercury retrograde. I wonder if that was my thing this Mercury retrograde, but man, I couldn't even like. I'm still catching up on sleep. I didn't sleep for like two days. I didn't eat anything for like two days. I probably have the figure of a model, the envious figure of a model. Um, But no, I do have my appetite back. I just knocked back, knocked back a bowl of ramen and a Jersey Mike sub today. But that essentially was my week. How about you? I hope it was better than mine. Uh, My only complaint now is that it's fucking hot. It, it's fucking hot now. I hate it. I just had to turn on my AC now that we're on the subject. But, yeah, it's too hot outside. I hate summer. Like, I'm definitely going to be outside this summer. But, um, it's also too goddamn hot. Because, the fuck? It was way too, it's way too hot. Literally, a trip... I went to Jersey Mike's earlier. I had to go pick up a prescription, and then I was like, fuck it, I want a sandwich, I want Jersey Mike's. Just that one trip to run those errands, sweat, allergies, I, I had enough of being outside. I, I'm, I'm good. But am I outside this summer? Absolutely. Like, next week I'm going to this thing called Party 101, which is, if you're like me, which I don't know if many people are like me. You grew up in the prime era of Nickelodeon and Disney Channel that was Zoe 101, iCarly, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, etc., etc. Matt Bennett from Victorious puts on a DJ set playing nothing but music from that era. And this is pretty much everything that I've asked for. Like, they definitely know their target fucking audience. This is everything that I've ever wished for. Because now I don't have to get drunk in my living room and turn on that playlist. I can do it. 
with other people who understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And, you know, it's shit like that that I can do because I don't have a ring on my finger and I'm not coming home to anything but a cat. Because, like, I made a TikTok about it, but I just, I used to think, like, as a woman, I used to think that it was the end of the world to not be married and not have kids before 30 because that's just what society puts in your mind like you got to be a housewife you got to be wife material you got to be like prepared to settle down and when I tell you I'm so grateful that I didn't do that because I'm 26 I'm four years away from turning 30 that is no that is on the bottom of my priority list right now I can't even get this cat to stop screaming at me when I am recording what do you think I'm gonna do with the child I will give you treats in a second. I just need you to choose silence for a minute there. Like, there was a day I was literally cleaning my entire house. And I was like, I can't clean up after myself and another person. Like, I can't clean up after myself, let alone a child, let alone a significant other. Like, I'm just at that point. None of that shit is important to me. I feel like my pro- I'm at an age where my priorities have literally shifted. Like, that is... The least of my worries is to be married with a kid right now. And I don't know, like... I don't know. I, I don't know. There's like a weird stigma around women who don't want to be married and have kids. And to that, I say suck my dick from the back because there are worse things I could be doing. If if we're being honest, there are worse things in life that I could be doing than getting high and watching wrestling in my spare time. There could be a kid running around my house. There could be a man in my house. There's worse things to worry about in the world, you know, but that's just me. Survivor series. Oh my God. And you know, there's just so much freedom in being a single woman. So much freedom in being a single woman. I love it. I love it. But yeah, survivor series, 1998. It looks long. It was very long. They're, they're like, 18 matches including the ones that probably happened like on the pre-show or before um it went live Uh. but was doing a little skimming was paying a little bit of attention not paying a little well i guess i was paying a little little bit of attention that's not the the phrasing i wanted to use but a lot of these There was a tournament for the WWF Championship at the time. And a lot of these matches are short. A lot of the tournament matches are short. Which is why the pay-per-view is longer than necessary. But I'm excited to get into it either way. I just caught up on everything from this week to Raw, Dynamite, SmackDown. I didn't realize Rampage was actually happening today, Saturday. Because I don't pay attention to any other sports. Like, wrestling and hockey are the only two things you can really, like, 
grab my attention and get my focus on anything outside of that. Not so much. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very much caught up. I'm excited of the idea of AJ Styles and Seth Rollins in the finals at Night of Champions. That that was a beautiful idea. I'm not knocking that idea, but I'm also thinking about what could have been. Like, I'm not upset with AJ Seth as the finals, but, like, imagine if we had gotten AJ Shinsuke in the finals and got, like, the WrestleMania rematch that Shinsuke deserved. Or if it was, like, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke, like, could you imagine? Whoever wins that tournament, I just want to see either one of them fight Shinsuke Nakamura in 2023. That's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. But all the triple threat matches were so fire. Those were probably my favorite matches of the night. I say of the night. Out of everything I watched, not of the night. Out of everything I watched, those were probably my favorite matches. I'm very intrigued by what's going on with Becky and Trish and where that's leading up to. I don't think... Well, I mean, they. I guess they do have women's matches in Saudi Arabia. I just, you know... Morals and ethics when it comes to, you know, countries that... Yeah, I don't need to elaborate any further. Uh, I guess they'll probably build something for Becky and Trish at Night of Champions, if not a little bit after Night of Champions... Would not be surprised if that's happening soon. Heard rumors that Bad Bunny is being brought back for SummerSlam. I'm already with that. Because Backlash happened and suddenly the This Is Bad Bunny playlist was saved into my Apple Music. There's that. So if they bring him back for Backlash, or not Backlash, if they bring him back for SummerSlam, I'm not complaining. I'm trying to think of everything while it's fresh in my mind. Roman and Solo versus Kevin and Sammy is kind of wild. And at first, I was much like everybody else confused as to why Sammy was going to Saudi Arabia considering the history between Syria and Saudi Arabia, but I read a tweet that said that Syria and Saudi Arabia agreed to come together. Not exactly what, on what they came together. Not exactly sure on what they came together about, but they came together. And Sammy is now going to Saudi Arabia. trying to think of what else I like how that I don't, I don't remember which one which member of the LWO it was but the, whoever just like slid in in that Versace shirt just to roast the Usos like that that's player shit that's P shit you just slid in in that clean ass Versace suit just to talk shit king King shit. Um, as far as the participants, 
involved with all the all the triple threat matches. Still not Cody's time. He's gonna finish the story at some point, but it's just not right now. I feel like they are building for either AJ Styles and Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns for WrestleMania 40, which is why the two of them were in the finals. I feel like seeds were planted for something down the line, if that makes sense. In terms of AEW, though, you know what's living rent-free in my mind right now? It's been living rent-free in my mind for hours. Don fucking Callis. What the fuck? Wasn't ready. I was not ready. And you know what? You know what? In the history of this podcast, there's always... One match that happens in the career of a wrestler I am indifferent about that kind of just solidifies, okay, yeah, no, they're good. Because remember when I was indifferent on Kenny Omega? The, the the main event did it. Yeah, the main event did it. I'm not gonna go all the. I'm not gonna say that I'm all the way up Kenny Omega's ass, but I'm not gonna sit up here and say that match didn't like flip the flip my opinion on Kenny Omega, if you will, because I've just always been indifferent about him just because of how he is perceived in the wrestling community. There's just like there's there's too many. There's too many mouths talking about a man that they either know or don't know personally. And I'm just kind of like, there's too much chatter. Let me find out for myself. I found out for myself. I like Kenny Omega in the ring. Will I be sitting here and binging being the elite? I will watch AEW All Access before I sit down and watch an episode of being the elite. I want to see, well, no, I feel like what I want to see is going to happen. Double or nothing. Double or nothing is coming up. I'm kind like Wednesday's dynamite kind of, I'm starting to see seeds planted for where double or nothing is going to go. Because... I can definitely see Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and whoever else they may need versus the Jericho Appreciation Society, or it may just be Adam Cole and Chris Jericho one-on-one. But I just see Adam Cole, Chris Jericho happening at double or nothing. Tag team wise, not too sure. Not sure if we're gonna. S- well, we probably we might. I don't see why we wouldn't. 
I just haven't seen anything that would lead into a tag team title match for FTR just yet. I do possibly, potentially see the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Hopefully, it's another anarchy in the arena. Hopefully, it's another blood and guts. Either way, I want violence. Because the Don Callis betrayal just rent free. Rent free in the cranium, in the cerebral chaos. What else was happening? What else was happening? I can see the Usos potentially turning on Roman at SummerSlam. It's not happening at Night of Champions, although I do. Triple H might fuck around and do it. But. Timeline wise, it makes the most sense to happen at, for it to happen at SummerSlam. I say wait till SummerSlam to have the Usos turn on Roman if it is going to happen. I think that I think that really just covers everything. Cuz there's no I haven't really seen a championship build up for Jamie Hayter for double or nothing cuz I feel like the women's championship has got to be defended against somebody. I see I feel like it's going to be Jamie Hayter versus one of the outcasts if it is going to be defended at double or nothing. But, I've peeped it, I've seen it, CM Punk is coming back to AEW when AEW drops their Saturday show. I feel like, because <clears throat> Tony Khan said next Wednesday there's like a very important announcement, he's been saying that the past two weeks. I feel like the Saturday show is going to be the important announcement. There's also... Somewhat of a rumor going around that CM Punk is going to be Samoa Joe's first match back, but I'm going to take that one with a grain of salt. But these wrestling companies are just going to do what makes them the most money, which is why I'm indifferent to a lot of the news and the gossip that goes on at this point. I've pretty much become desensitized to all like the dirt sheet and rumor bullshit because every day there's just something new that nobody can confirm nor deny, and I just no longer have an opinion on it. I see what's going on. It's one of those, I'll believe it when I see it. When the announcement for the Saturday show officially happens, pop the fuck off. And if CM Punk's really coming back, pop the fuck off. But, 
as long as everybody can just be adults and we don't get a repeat of the fucking press conference again, I'm just... Indifference. Whatever makes them the most money and as long as it's fucking entertaining on TV. That's all, that's where I'm at because these are... These are grown-ass adults. Y'all can figure it out. I'm just here to get high and listen to listen to and watch wrestling. Yeah. But today, Survivor Series 1998, and we will be moving into 1999, and I also will be starting the NXT TakeOver series back up, so my idea is to do, like, switch off every other episode, so when I draw, so the next episode will be a subscriber episode, it will be NXT TakeOver, and then after that, it will be Royal Rumble 99, and then so forth and so forth, because NXT TakeOver has just been on my list forever, and I'm trying to just try new things and switch up the variety so I don't get burnt out and bored again. And I think that's, that's just it. I think that's all I got right now. That's all I really got. Um, upcoming shows. Upcoming shows. That is something that I do want to touch on. And also, Markout Media Podcast just dropped an interview with the wrestler, wrestler Laura Frazier. Definitely go check that out. Um, I think it's on everywhere you can really get your podcast, but definitely go check out that interview. But as far as shows go, as of this recording, May 13th, West Coast Pro is having Queen of the Indies. Next Saturday is Next Level Pro Wrestling Revelations and South Bay Championship Wrestling May Day. Next Sunday is Supreme Pro Wrestling Can't Stop Us, the 21st. Then on June 2nd, Hood Slam is doing the new Hood Slam, Friday, June 2nd. And Oasis Pro just dropped some dates for the summer. The nor- I said I was going to go to Culture Deep, but the norovirus kind of killed that plan. And while I look for that, I just have to put a PSA out there. For those that get it, the real ones that get it, how to Eat Fried Worms is on Tubi right now. That movie is never streaming on anything. But real ones fucking understand. But Oasis Pro has set it off on June 17th. They have Go Time on July 22nd. And then they have Journey's Odyssey on August 12th. Again, I am human and I can't make every show, which is why I use my platform to spread the words about the sh- spread the word about the show. Shows multiple. 
So, if I can make a show, I will let you guys know. But until then, I will be using my platform to share these shows. Um, Full Queer, Pride or Die, also on June 4th. Hood Slam also has a show on June 23rd. West Coast Pro has a show on June 9th. Kid Zombie. Underground Wrestling Alliance and Pride Style have more gay shit, too, on Sunday, June 11th. And West Coast Pro has a couple more shows coming up, too. Hold on. Everybody's just been announcing um, shows. West Coast Pro is having their fifth anniversary show on October 14th. July 8th, Cruel Summer, West Coast Pro. I'm on the Instagram right now, so I'm just jumping all around the calendar. I think that's everything. But again, I always post the local shows on my story I, if I don't remember them while I'm recording. So... Definitely check out those shows if you're in the area, but if you're not in the area and you're listening out of state, check out any local promotions near you. You never know what you can find if you just get out the house. And that that's just my advice to people. Get out the house, get out your comfort zone. If it scares you, just fucking do it anyway. Because what's the worst that could fucking happen? What's the worst that could fucking happen? At the end of the day, what is the worst that could happen from stepping out of your comfort zone? Don't be a little bitch. Step out your comfort zone. Survivor Series 1998 had a lot going on. So, in the first round of the championship tournament, we had Mankind versus Dwayne Gill, we had Al Snow versus Jeff Jarrett, we had Stone Cold versus Big Boss Man, we had Steven Regal versus X-Pac, Ken Shamrock versus Goldust, and then Rock versus Big Boss Man. And then in the quarterfinals, it was Undertaker versus Kane, Mankind versus Al Snow, and The Rock versus Ken Shamrock. God fucking damn it. I hated Rock in 1998. I really did. Then we had Sable versus Jacqueline for the WWF Women's Championship. Mankind versus Stone Cold and The Rock versus Undertaker. In the semifinals of the WWF tournament, and then New Age Outlaws versus D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry versus the Headbangers in a triple threat for the tag team championship, and then Rock and Mankind in the finals for the WWF championship. God, that was a mouthful. Jesus Christ. Oh, my boobs hurt, too. This is... Remember how I 
reviewed Cocaine Bear earlier in the year. If you don't already know this, Cocaine Bear is on Peacock. Yay. Okay, where are we? Where are we? Where is Survivor Series? I'm I'm technolog technologically challenged at the moment. We'll figure it out. Not the mystery opponent. Bring back the hardcore belt. Here we go, Jared. We're fixing to find out who the mystery opponent is. Well, I can't wait to, to see who McMahon has paired mankind with in the first round. It must be quite the athlete because apparently Mr. McMahon has some prepared statements for this introduction. Now they're not going to prepare a statement. The mystery opponent. Wouldn't be the first time. To square off against mankind. This legend in the ranks of sports entertainment made his WWF debut in 1990. Over the course of the next six years, this charismatic superstar boasted a one-loss record that set new standards here in the WWF. What do you think, Jay? Unfortunately... I can't believe I took Psycho Sid for granted in 1997. Athlete, because now he's not even here. To the WCW. Whoa. Who is it? And after suffering a massive shoulder injury, this cornerstone of the World Wrestling Federation has been sidelined for the past two years. With his career on the line. He fought back with Brazilians, dreaming of this triumphant return. I already forgot who it was. Therefore, without further ado, allow me to introduce to you currently the coach of the Pasadena Chargers, the man, the myth, Dwayne Gill. Oh. oh. What? Interesting. Interesting choices. Gilberg. Oh! I put it together. I figured it out. Gotta give me a minute. Kind of 
I'm just trying to figure out where to place the microphone here. forgot what the fuck is going on if I'm being honest. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna watch. Steam song kind of slaps. Hold on. everything now. Come on. Come on. I'm about to add Al Snow to the list. Don't be weak. Let him say fuck. And now Al Snow right in front 
King snapping off the neck breaker on Jeff Jarrett. So it's Al Snow with the advantage. Well, that's unusual. Jeff Jarrett's got a lot to prove here for the great state of Tennessee. He's my pick to advance and actually become the champion. Oh, beautiful! Al Snow missed the big leg drop from the top. Well, Tennessee was very fortunate yesterday to pull one out with the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's fortunate? The what do you mean fortunate? We had them all the way. Great drop kick by Jarrett. Going for the yeah. cover. And that's the, uh, the name of the game here. Go for those covers as often as you possibly can in hopes of, of getting those three counts. Uh-oh, watch it. Al Snow, nice move into the pretty combination. Pick up by Jarrett, and now Jarrett looking for the cover. Snow counters into another near ball. And Snow beating Jarrett to the punch kick. Come on, Jeff. Tennessee, remember? Number one. Jarrett, only 31 years of age, but a 12-year veteran here in the game. And a spine buster, but it was it was countered by, by Snow, and Jarrett almost got a... A DDT out of it. DDT like maneuver. That could be it right there. And Jared got his shoulder up the right one this time. Deborah McMichael can be so easily described simply as a Jezebel. There's a what? Jezebel. No doubt about it. Why would you say that? Look at him. Tommy Rob by Snow and the, the heads meet there. A meeting of the mind, so to speak, with. A lot of these matches are just moving really fast. I can't form an opinion on them because by the time I get an opinion, it's over. I would say this is one of the better ones so far. There's only been like two. Stone Cold. Let's be so real. Who's getting the reaction like Stone Cold? It's a uh, Big Boss Man versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, this entire Survivor Series has just been reminding me of that Vine of that dude where he's like, "Why are we going so fucking fast?" Because like, why are we going so fucking fast? Did they just not, it was obviously planned, but they could have just did the tournament during the weeks leading up to this Survivor Series. Wouldn't have to rush through this fucking tournament in one night, like god damn it.
You never do. Who the fuck is that talking? Just commiserating over there. That sucked. Steven Regal versus X Pac, and God, he looked so young. He looked so young. Over 
X-Pac has just always looked 45. Well, you gotta agree with that, right? Well, not necessarily. This man Wynn has a little bit of credence here, I think. Regal's got a very unique style that is certainly a...
Okay, they... This is the longest one. And the first one that's actually going... ...to go on the list. Damn. They just said 
Everybody's just saying, fuck the tournament, I want to fight. That means they're both eliminated. Fair enough. So The Rock beat Big Boss Man in three seconds, so here we are watching Kane and The Undertaker. I think we're in the, this is the semifinals. This is indeed the semifinals, I believe.
and we have stopped. Give it a minute. There we go. What about just last week when he found out all the members of the brood and was gonna have a brood bonfire? Thank goodness that did not transpire, but the intent obviously was there. This went on the list. That choke slam and that pile driver did it for me. So mankind versus Al Snow. I have high hopes for this because I like them both. 
This pay-per-view has just been going really fast. I haven't had a minute to gather my thoughts or collect my thoughts. They're just going. The winner of this match will meet Stone Cold Steve Austin in the semifinals of the Deadly Game Tournament. It honestly just feels like a rushed pay-per-view for me, and honest. Mr. McMahon had initiated a makeover, and mankind is clean-shaven. He's had a nice haircut. He's wearing a, I'm sure, a custom-made tuxedo. Cover bonnet, everything. And it looks like mankind is
Rock and Ken Shamrock, I believe these are the semifinals. I believe we moved from the finals to the semifinals. Book Ben won as soon as possible. Who will meet the Undertaker in the semifinals? Hopefully this is the last year of The Rock. This should be all. Shamrock and The Rock was definitely an underrated feud of 99. It wouldn't have pissed me off so much if it wasn't a good feud. So what the so what 
Big Boss Man is really popular tonight. I think the Big Boss Man is coming out here to lay a little respect down on the Rock. Well, as we uh, documented, McMahon made it very clear he does not want the Rock and uh, certainly not Ken Shepard, Steve Austin either, to win the title. Well, what do you expect? Mr. McMahon don't like these people anymore. And the Rock's the people's champion. You know, it started off chaotic. It really did start off chaotic.
That was really good. Sable and Jacqueline for the women's title. Is this where Sable finally power bombs Mark Merrill? Have I reached that point? I I did not do the research. I still haven't looked that up yet. I feel like it's happening. This I feel like it's happening. I was just about to say, she could flip her over like it's nothing. Sable is still hurting. Jacqueline is relentless. And now Jacqueline, she likes to use the tornado DDT on the spot. And here it comes. Oh. Sable's coming through with the goddamn counters. Shit, she won't. Okay, when the fuck did she do this? So it was Mankind versus Stone Cold, and I did some research. 
Sable powerbomb Mark Romero on an episode of Monday Night Raw.
To skip past the first round of the tournament matches, it gets watchable. Yeah. Oh, 
reviews for me this entire pay-per-view as a whole but Stone Cold versus Mankind on the list. Wait, three? What the fuck are you doing, Shane? twist and turn of fucking events. So now we got The Rock and Undertaker. The finals of the WWF Championship Tournament. Very indifferent on the Survivor Series. Of this big man, and you can't blame Nick Foley for it. How'd you like to see that idiot, the champion of the whole village, huh? Rock, taking a bite out of those ring steps. 
Like you're stupid as fuck, either. Shane McMahon ever look himself in the mirror again. After 
We thought this kid had so much integrity. So much integrity. You guys thought Shane McMahon had integrity? That's the funniest thing I've heard all night. Big gold frames around the mirrors in the McMahon mansion. Always got fired in another area. Boss, good God, like, he's back again, I should just, take a hit every time Big Boss Man comes up on screen, what the fuck? God is king. While this pay-per-view has been fast, <laughs> it has also been just as chaotic. Cause what the fuck is happening? Thank <laughs> you. 